0: Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us in this edition of BRM Brownback. I'm your host, Suresh GP, and we are into episode number 21. Today, I have a good friend and uh, uh, a new BRM into the space, Jasper Kooner, who is the Director of Business Relationship Management at Englo. Prior to joining Englo, she has worked as a business and data analyst for international enterprises ranging from retail to tile installation. In these roles, she was responsible for data storytelling that includes both the internal employees as well as external customers and partners. She has always believed that anyone and everyone can use data in their business and with the right story, it can allow for a healthy supply chain, increase in sales revenue, as well as customer satisfaction. In business, everything is connected. Absolutely true. So adoption of this type of thinking led to one of her past employers winning vendor of the year at Walmart. So please welcome Jaspir to our episode of the BRM Brownback. Thanks, Jaspir, for taking time and I hope you're doing well and staying safe.
1: Definitely great to be here, Suresh. Thank you for having me on the show and uh, to everyone that's watching, I'm really, really excited to be here.
0: Excellent. So... Jaspit, you're quite new to the role of BRM and you're returning to the world of IT after 15 years. How did this come about? Give us a quick memory rundown lane of what has happened so far and what attracted you to be going into the BRM role.
1: Uh, definitely. Um, so actually, uh, my schooling, my bachelor's was done in computer science. So I have a solid background in the programming uh, uh, ecosystem and uh, then did a minor in business uh, with uh, in information systems and was super excited to uh, get into the whole uh, you know outside of school starting uh, starting Sorry. to make your own money and uh, my first job was actually in IT um, in my early 20s and um, loved loved what I was doing a um, couple months into the role realized that they had hired a new individual and uh, they were paying him more than me. So when I went and I spoke, to, uh, I spoke to my manager and I'm like, listen, you know, he's not as educated as I am. He doesn't have the experience. Like, I'm looking at all of these factors. None of them are meeting, like, just enlighten me. And uh, he couldn't. There was, he had absolutely no, um, you know, explanation for what happened. And at the same time, he refused to even negotiate with me. So I was, uh, I was like, you know what? Um, this whole IT thing. Maybe I'm not cut out for it, right? It's uh, it, it's not where I should be, and I made the conscious decision I'm going to move from IT into the business world because it may be a bit easier as a colored female. Sure. And um, the reason I'm I'm saying this, Suresh, is because I get a lot of uh, contacts on LinkedIn where it's uh, colored females, and they're like, "Oh wow, you know, thank you so much for being in the IT realm. Uh, you're really an inspiration, and you know, so much positivity." Right. And looking at where I am today, I just want everyone that's watching to really know the backstory, right? Uh-huh. Started off there, shifted, went in, went into business, and uh, then got this opportunity at Englobe, which it always happens that you're, you're not looking for anything. Got a LinkedIn request saying, hey, would you be interested in a BRM role? And I'm like, I don't really know what a BRM is. And as I spoke uh, to, um, uh, to he, he was my boss at Englobe Prior, um, he was like, You're already doing a BRM role at Schluter Systems. You don't know it. And that relationship aspect, that's what the BRM role is built on. Right. And I'm like, you know what? Give me a couple of days. Let me go on the side, do my analysis. Really see, I'm a really an unofficial BRM. And <laughs> so I uh, went on to the BRM Institute. Uh, what uh, a great, great website. So much knowledge. And uh, I've realized, yep, I am an unofficial BRM. So uh, I'm going to take this opportunity. I met with the VP at Englobe uh, for IT. And um, you know when you speak to somebody and you're like, this is a different vibe. And, you know, I'm um, it's going to be different here than right. where I was 15 years ago. Right. And uh, pretty much after I had that meeting with him, it was uh, solidified. And I'm like, I'm, I'm going to go in and been really lucky with the IT team at Englobe. Um, all of the individuals that are working there from infrastructure, applications, PMO, um, great individuals, great mentors, friends, coaches, and uh, learning a lot in the past uh, year and a half.
0: Excellent. So, so in every episode, uh, Jaspir, we look out a theme for our audience to look out for. So, this theme for us today is around um, new to the BRM role. But you've been always a proponent of being humble, being curious, being courageous. So, let's talk a little bit about that before we get into deeper part of it. Why do you think that as a BRM, we need to be humble, be curious, and be courageous? You know, what does that uh, stand? as terms of values or principles that has driven you to be an effective VRM?
1: Um, so from, this is my definitions for all three. From the humble aspect is um, I've, I've found out from all of the roles that I've been in, um, every individual I meet always has something to provide, some knowledge that I wasn't aware of. So this right. is where I always keep myself humble and going into any meeting, any interaction, you know, I'm like, all right, I'm here to learn from the other individual. Right. And what is it that they could teach me? Um, so uh, that, that's the humble aspect. Be curious. I'm, I'm a big Steve Jobs fan. Right. And um, just the whole curious aspect is it, it's within my DNA. I love learning. And if I don't know something, I love twenty. You know where we are today, where you can just go on Google, right. and you can right. get an answer. Back in the day, it's like you know, I was running to the library, right? And you had the encyclopedias, and you're trying to find that one word, or you know that you could narrow it down to to get it, uh, get some sort of, uh, how do you say, education around it. And here, it's like you do a simple Google search; everything's there for you. And uh, the be courageous aspect is a lot of times I've, I've noticed this in myself where you create this plan and it's this magical plan from A to Z and it's supposed to work out in this perfect way, right? And once you start to execute it, it, it doesn't go out the way you planned. Right. And so this is where the be courageous part is, you know what, if something doesn't work out, what's the next step, Right. How can I pivot? How can I move? So that's where uh, the be courageous part is more of the action oriented. Just don't sit with a good idea. Go see how it runs and then be courageous enough to pivot and you know, move
0: forward. Excellent. I think that's a great way to po- summarize being humble, being curious and courageous. Now, you've been um, into this role. Like, what are some of the challenges you experienced when you first started into the role of BRM?
1: Um so the first challenge off of the bat which I think we were all experiencing was uh COVID. And I started at and globe right at the peak of COVID where um all of my past relationships and uh you know meeting individuals more were more face to face for the past 15 years right and uh, Teams and everything, it's more for international companies. You're using it for other countries to be right. able to uh, communicate with them. But internally, it was, you know, you just kind of go to the office and you're like, hey, how's it going? So i um, starting at Englobe and just everything being remote and uh, trying to create this relationship. You're at a new company. It's right. a new industry. And co- due to COVID, you're online. And so that was one of the biggest challenges I had. The The cool aspect of it was that everyone was going through the same thing. Right. Right. So we were all kind of able to rely on each other and kind of, you know, be like, all right, how are you gauging this? How's this going? And um, it's been over a year, I think. Be- yeah, it's uh, over a year before I actually saw a couple of my teammates and stuff. And right. now it's moving more into a hybrid aspect because um, as a BRM, it's so important for us to meet with our partners and just right. have that face-to-face conversation.
0: Right, yeah, absolutely. And I think, um, was, it, was it changing your own dimension to come back to IT? Is the IT BRM role a very different one to the rest of the other BRMs? Do you see that more focused towards, you have BRMs more towards IT or do you see also BRMs from other functions like HR, sales, marketing? Uh, within within your own organization.
1: Um, so right now at Anglo we are um, a, a, a BRM does so within the IT department. Right. But um, prior to that in the unofficial BRM role, right. um, I, I felt that there was you were doing a lot of the same stuff right. and um, the tools I would have loved to have back then. So when I took my BRMP and all of a sudden you had this toolkit. Right. And I'm like, ah, oh, if I had this five years ago, right, that, that would have been so awesome. Right. So um, on that end, I, I feel we're doing the same thing. In IT, it's more of the tech speak sometimes right. Right. that you kind of have to go through that communication. Whereas in business, um, no matter which department on, let's say, business side that you're speaking to, right. it's, uh, the language is usually the same.
0: Right. Yeah. So that, that I think that's, that's, that summarizes in terms of, how do you see that as a shift? So um, what advice would you give to other BRMs if they are kind of stepping into this role as a, uh, as a first-time BRM? What do, should they do and not do? Like do's and don'ts <laughs> that you would recommend. recommend?
1: Um, so for, for me, I think my biggest challenge at the beginning was asking for help. And it was, you know, where you think you're kind of going yeah. to be able to do it on your own. And um, so I would, I would say if you're new to the right. role, um, it was only when I started to reach out to the community. And uh, there were so many, so many great individuals that said, hey, I have an hour, let's connect, you know? Yeah. And I can tell you how I I do X, Y, or Z. Right. And just being able to get that aspect of, right. you know, when you're speaking to other individuals, you kind of, um, you, you get a better understanding. All industries are not the same. All companies are not the same. There is right. no... Here's a framework, run it, and you're going, you're going to work really well, right? And sure. I think that's what I got. The more I spoke to other BRMs, it was like, yeah, you know what? Test it out. Some things will work. Some things right. won't. Right. And then based on that, you gauge it, and then you move forward. Sure. So for anyone that's in the new BRM role, I would say, first of all, the BRM Institute, there's the chat form there where there's all, always so many great questions. I'm learning so much from that, right? And um, then just online on LinkedIn, that's what I did is um, there were certain individuals when I was looking at their profiles, I was like, you know what? I I think that having a conversation with them would really help and uh, super, super great on on that end. So really grateful to all of them. The second thing I want to say is uh, just read a book recently called Leadership is Language by uh, David Marquette. And he was talking about blue work, which is thinking, and red work, which is action. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, with the PMP uh, in projects, like, we know when we go through it, we start off with planning. You go through the whole process, and at the end, you do lessons learned, right? right? So there's this whole thinking, action, thinking that's done. And um, not only in the BRM role, but in other roles that I've been in. I find where we we kind of get so stuck in the action. We feel action is what produces, right? right? And we're just going, 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 that we never take the time to really think, right? Right. And say, all right, I'm going to allocate this half an hour and I'm going to really think about, you know, these projects or this completed um, item that I did, what worked, what didn't, how can I be better? Right. So this is where I'm I'm kind of really focusing in on that and making sure that I do the blue work. Right. And with that, um, now uh, the way that it's working for me is I allocate half an hour. Right. Every couple of days where I could really just sit down, be focused and um, sometimes it's hard because you have to come face-to-face with your failures, right? right. That, that's the whole part of uh, the thinking aspect. And um, then you, that's where lessons learned come in. All right, I failed at this. Why did I fail? What did I learn from it? And how can I use that learning for my next step? Right. And uh, so from that, I would say for any new VRM, always make sure thinking is right there with the doing.
0: Well, I love the way that you talked about reflective learning, right? At the end of the day, it's not about the number of hours you work, it's the amount of work you put in the hours. So sometimes taking a break and a pause um, and trying to do some retrospective or in solitude actually opens a lot of new ideas, which is what you're calling as a think tank time. So you kind of, I always love to have this um, free uh, spaces in my calendar, which nobody touches this, but it's blocked. So it's kind of, uh, forcing yourself to think on a time where you're saying, okay, this is what I think I need to look at. It's been two weeks time. How are things working, and what is work? What should I do? And it could be holistic, right? It's not just about your work alone. It's about your physical um, relationship. It's going to be your finance. It's going to be your hobbies, um, some of your interest, um, and with, with your family and friends. It could be various aspects because important to look at. The, doing so much in one particular area that we miss the other part of the facets of life. So absolutely true in what you talked about. So you have been a proponent of reading a lot of books I just read. So are there any books you would recommend that helped you during your transition from where you started off to being a BRM?
1: Um, definitely. So from, from the reading aspect, self, uh, self-proclaimed b- bibliophile, yep. um, worked in a library while I was going, uh, going to school and helped uh, the library uh, with their automation. So if right. you were to look at uh, you know, the barcodes, we, we were a library without barcodes at the beginning. And then um, every book that we would buy at the library used to touch my hands before I went upstairs. So if you open the book onto page 17, you always see my initials where it's approved and stuff. So uh, always I had um, loved the library. It was my getaway. Anytime I could, always wanted to go there. And I started the book a week challenge, which I came across about a year ago. I initially just wanted to see, am I capable of doing it? Right. Because it was so intimidating. Can I really read a book each week? And um, finished that last year and this year um, just uh, decided to continue because I was learning so much and um, it it was uh, it wasn't as hard as I thought. And everything is about uh, priority. So I try to read about 40 to 50 pages a day and I'm able to read the book uh, during during the week. Um, The three books that right now I would I would definitely recommend for any new BRM. Um, in choosing these books, I just want to say for for myself, uh, my theme for 2022 is I wanted to focus on speaking clearly, thinking clearly, and communicating clearly, because I find those three are so important, right? For for the BRM role, um, the first one I've already spoken about, which was leadership is language, and um, uh, by David Marquette, and it's pretty much a playbook that at uh, first it kind it. it it makes you align that a lot of what we're doing now is based on the industrial revolution where you right. kind of think your boss knows everything they're going to make the decision and you're just kind of going to roll with it and right. um with uh, with this new climate of collaborative experimentation that we're living through yes. it's group work you right. know and it's uh, every person needs to speak and they need to give us their insights and then collaboratively, we come together and we're like, "All right, you know, what's the best way to move forward?" So, right. for leadership, as language is is just great to really um, develop the language to get everyone involved as a leader, which right. is so important. Um, the second book is uh, your next five moves. It's on strategy. It's by Patrick Beth David. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So watched a lot of his YouTube videos yeah. and have That's been a fan. Find- and you know what? I thought I thought he was so good at YouTube that there was no way possible he could, like the book could be better than that okay. content, right? right? And then um, for this, I was blown away. And he just has this way of taking a complicated, um, he, uh, how do you say, like a complicated situation and just realigning it for you. And you kind of get those aha moments. Right. So he was saying from the strategy aspect, he goes, usually individuals, uh, they're able to do one strategy. right? Right. You do one move. That move, it's based on on ego, emotion, or fear. And it's a reactive move, which we want to try to avoid. Then he said, um, you know, people that individuals that play chess, they're able to see 12 moves ahead. And this is pretty much uh, Elon Musk's brother said he's able to really see at that level. That's mastery. And it's not available to everyone. So first, I'm like total transparency, 12 moves ahead, not even going to happen. I think, you know, even if I was reading a book a week for 20 years, it, it would be hard to get there. Um, so for uh, for uh, uh, Patrick, that David, he said all individuals can, uh, can look five moves ahead.
0: Sure.
1: And within those five moves, you know, you have a strategy, right? And um, you can what he calls quick action right don't just build a strategy and don't act you know and just not act on it strategy is made to act on and once you're able to think five moves ahead you're able to really say all right what's my counter move this doesn't this didn't work but i i've thought about this to a point where i know i can you know move here and uh, so that book is, I, I loved it. I love the simplicity of it. And I just, uh, um, you've seen him on YouTube. He has this voice and he has, you know, just this. Whole, whole,
0: well, yeah. I've seen this moving more of uh, the value attainment that he does for entrepreneurship is amazing. I mean, he does so much value to people listening to his podcast and YouTube videos. I I, I definitely think that's a great book, just uh, Be uh, that you talked about. I would definitely encourage people to look at that the 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 five moves you know to to go ahead on that go ahead
1: and uh the third book i was going to say is from our our friend uh joe Tumpinka, who's uh, very much involved in the brm world he's um the board chair at the brm institute he wrote a book it's back in 2014 it's called it business partnership now that was what brms were called prior to And um, when I picked up the book, I, you know, I was thinking, all right, 2014, we're in 2022. Uh, Is is it going to have value? You know, am I going to really be able to relate to it? Now, there's some terms, some, you know, thought processes that have changed. But wow, like just the real life examples he's able to provide us in that book and um, what worked for his teams, what didn't. And that is actually my top book that I would say, if you're going to really read something as a BRM, start off with IT business partnership and then work yourself right from there. And this is it's a great playbook of uh, there was uh, one simple slide where he had said, all right, you know, you could uh, if your partners don't know their long term strategy, um, sit down with them and say, what are your pains today and how can we make a better tomorrow? One slide, cut it in half. You have your two. Let's just go through it. Right. Something like that's so simple. Absolutely. I didn't think about it, <laughs> right? Yeah.
0: So this is
1: where I would, I would totally suggest let that be the first book you read as a BRM.
0: Excellent. So I think it has been a great insights today. But So what are your final thoughts for someone aspiring to be a BRM? Is it a good place to be in or is something tricky and dicey, where do you think if someone is still weighing between picking up a BRM role and other role, what would you say?
1: Oh, I, I would say definitely try it out. Try out the BRM role, right? right? Because I, like I said, we're all a BRM to some aspect in our day-to-day lives. Right. And um, just from the evolution of the BRM um, with uh, the, the new... Um, Uh, structure that's being developed for the BRM Institute, kind of walking, uh, going away from just IT based and being business based. Right. Right. So I think uh, we're going to see more and more BRMs that are throughout the business and uh, it's going to be really interesting. So from that end, uh, definitely a a great place to be a great role to be in. And uh, for me, the cool aspect of it is it's always evolving. It's always changing and you're able to be at the forefront with the business as well as tech. And Excellent. it's, uh, you know, if you like to learn, if you're curious, um, it, it's, it's a wonderful, wonderful place to be at.
0: Excellent. Thank you so much, Jasbir, for spending time with us on this episode of the BRM Adam bag. I'm sure that your uh, valuable insights, including the books that you read and uh, some of those aspects that you can need to look out for as a new BRM is going to be super helpful. And I'm sure that people are going to enjoy reaching out and um, enjoying this whole episode. And I love this uh, book a week. So reach out to Jasbir if you want to know what is her latest book she picks up because she's on a trot. And I hope that (laughs) we will uh, have a lot more uh, in the years to come. Thank you so much Jasbir and all the best for your um, success in the BRM role that you play.
1: Thank you so much Suresh.
0: Thank you everyone for watching and we will be back on our next episode of the BRM Brown Bag. Until then, stay safe and have a great rest of the evening. Thank you very much.